th- this podcast is 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 my story of traveling throughout this pandemic, coming from London to Halifax, um, and how this is kind of this this whole virus, coronavirus has thrown kind of shifted my life upside down, turned it upside down, and uh, we just yeah, I just kind of shared my story with Will. He asked a couple of questions, and uh, basically we want to. Re- we want to release this podcast or this episode as our first one, just because of how relevant it is with uh, what today. With, with how the coronavirus is affecting everyone's life. Um, and, and I think it's important for people to hear it through your, your mouth and, and your words, because like I said to you earlier, like um, you're living it, like you lived it, like you traveled through two airports you made a huge decision to leave abroad to come home whereas most other people like myself uh have just been staying indoors and waiting for work to close and waiting for cities to kind of shut down whereas you actually had to find a way to get home and that's essentially the uh the discussion and and the story of of how it affected you and your travel and everything yeah so uh i hope you enjoy listening to my story traveling back home uh through this crazy time and uh enjoy the episode (laughs) yeah so so you were away for, for four four and a half months your 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 plan your goal was to work for two years in London, at least minimally. I wouldn't say it was my goal. I would say my plan was to be over there for two months because that's how long my visa was. But it's not like I had a. I can't even describe it because I I went over there. Um, just to do exactly what I've been doing here, but over there in, in hopes that something would come from it, I guess. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's not like I'm leaving in my head. I was like, I'm leaving October 31st and I'm coming back at this time. It's just like, you're just going, I just picked up and moved. And it's like asking me what my plan was while I was here in the summer after graduating. Like I didn't have one. I just wanted to be in a different place. And so I was literally doing the exact same thing over there that I was doing here. I was just working at a restaurant. Networking with, with people and trying Networking, to just, and just trying and, and applying to different marketing internships and just sprinkling in some travel here and there and trying to meet yeah. people and experience a different part of the world. And then fast forward four and a half months. And, and then fast forward, I would say even four months. Like at the beginning of March, this is when all this stuff started going on. And it was, it was weird because I think what a lot of people are experiencing right now is that they know something is wrong. Um, like, like, you know that there's something up, but we don't know to the magnitude of what it's at. So in London... Um, are you talking? Are you speaking from like the UK's perspective, or or from everybody? But but specifically in London, uh, nothing was. Our day to day wasn't changed at all. 
I remember when it was getting real bad, like it was like it was starting to get like starting to get real, and people at my restaurant started uh, canceling reservations. Yeah. And they literally said, because of coronavirus, we don't really want to go out. And now this was at the point where this was just still a China thing that's, yeah, it's starting to spread, but it's no worse than the flu. So everyone was continuing to work. There was no health and safety measures in, put in place that were any like different. The, the leadership of, of, of UK said, like, just keep keep going. Like, well, but, but it's not even that he said that. It's just like we didn't hear anything. Like there was just nothing. It was just normal, normal, normal. People were – it was busy. Like people were just day-to-day going to the gym every day, packed, rush hour. It was normal. Tube. And then I would say within the past two weeks, I would like walk to the gym and, and kind of like even messaging – just messaging you. I'd be like, man, something like the streets feel – the streets feel a little less like busy than they normally are. Or if I was going to onto the, 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 the tube, walking to the tube station, it was like, there was just kind of this weird energy that people were like acting as normal and, and going to work and, and doing normal things. But there was kind of just an off energy that was a little tense. It felt like. Yeah. Um, and so I ended up finding my new job, as you know, which was a part of a hotel. It was a new restaurant that's part of a hotel. And in my first shift, there was even talks there that the restaurant wasn't as busy as normal and that the hotel wasn't doing as well because a lot of people are canceling. And it was in my second shift that they pulled me across and they said, I need to come talk. You need to come talk to me, my supervisor. And she, and she was like, I've just been in meetings for the past two two, three hours all day talking to people, wondering how we're going to pay the hotel's rent, let alone our employees' wages. Yeah. Because all the events they had scheduled and uh, rooms that were reserved, everyone's canceling like like it's like a, like a wildfire. And at that time, there was only nine rooms in the entire hotel that were occupied. Everywhere else was there. So like, they were like they were losing so much money that they had they, they they were super unfortunate that they had to let me go. But I told them I said, this, this is out like no one could have seen this. You you couldn't have seen this last week when you hired me, and uh, it's right now it's just outside especially of it. Especially if especially if the leadership is saying like not saying anything like not even being like by the way like. Exactly, and so restaurants I, may be closing in the next I get, two I get weeks. Left off, I get left off my work, and and then my immediate thought is, I I call home and I'm like, unfortunate news, like I just I don't have a job right now. I, like, does this mean like I should probably go home? Because in my head, I said if this job, a very successful restaurant, had to let me go, how am I gonna how am I gonna find another job, right? And so. I'm like, okay, well, I do have enough money to pay rent for the next month, and therefore I could like, I could wait, wait this out, and in a month yeah. I could go back to that job because they say yeah. back to us in April. But in the in the next like three days, as I was just relaxing and just enjoying London again without having to work, things really started to heat up, and it, it started the conversation started to say that man, this isn't going to last just a month. So with that, I was like, okay, I'm going to run out of money. 
who knows if Canada's going to close their borders, like, if I'll be able to get home. Yeah. I'm not okay. taking any chances. I book a ticket the next day, and I'm out. That's and so crazy, uh... just, just talking to you here, I'm just like, like I said before before we hopped on this, I'm just like, where am I? Because I just found in where I was for the past four and a half months. It's a crazy roller coaster. After leaving this place in the summertime, being like, all right, I'll see you when I see you, whatever. Yeah. And in my head, I had no plan. So I, I flew out yesterday on Tuesday. On Saturday, I was with, I was with Bebzy. And we were, we were at a, we were at a pub. A friend, a friend for people that don't know, like a friend that, a mutual friend of, we, uh, we, we were you met. with, with, his, with his friends too. Yeah. I'll just drink. And then we were like, man, like London is like sketchy dead. This is crazy. Ha ha. Like, and we had, we were talking, like, you guys going home, you guys going home. Cause the other, the other people were from Halifax as well. And they go, uh. No, like, I'm just going to stay here, this and that. And they were like, what about you? And I said, no, I'm just, like, I can't just go home. I'm, I'm just going to stay here and just wait it out, whatever. Like, there was not even thought in my head on Saturday night. There was not one thought. Sunday, my brother calls me. He says, you should really consider coming home. Monday, I book a ticket. And then I'm only it, laughing. <laughs> I know, because you've been, you've been, you've been on, like, asking me like man what are you doing like this is getting pretty serious pretty serious but i wasn't i wasn't taking it serious and i think that's largely to do because where where i was i wasn't seeing any any drastic changes there was mm. no changes in london that was that were causing any concern it's crazy how that still that going and uh that can change kind of thoughts and feelings on stuff you know oh yeah if, if a government is saying you know like maybe be careful but we're not gonna we're not gonna do any anything drastic to like, you know, scare anybody or or. Well, we didn't even say be careful until Monday. And there's ten like, that was the first press conference that we should consider like not going out and Monday. practicing social distancing. This is Monday. This is Monday. That's insane because like, uh, I think San Francisco on Tuesday or Monday night put in like a ban like a shelter ban where like you're not allowed to go out unless it's for essentials and that's seven million people i don't know the population of london but london's at like nine nine and a half or something that's i i, I just don't understand so it, anyways it, well fa fast forward to the 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 actual because even 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 when i spoke to you about like coming home like you know i was like we would joke and laugh and I would be like, you're crazy. And you'd be like, what, like, kind of like, what am I supposed to do? And we'd laugh and stuff. And mm. I'd say like, that probably lasted like maybe three, four days. And yeah. then, and then, and then you, like, you told me you're booking a ticket and I was kind of like, I'm like, okay, good. But in my head, I'm still kind of like laughing almost. Like I'm kind of like, like I'm almost as if it's not serious. And then I told you like when, when I woke up to use a washroom, like the next Monday morning or whatever, or Tuesday morning, um, it was, it was, it was Monday. Tuesday. Was it Monday or Tuesday? It was Tuesday morning because Tuesday. I Tuesday, and, yeah. and I and I saw that you were like going to the airport. It it kind of hit me like I was half asleep, but I was like, man, like that's actually fucked. Like this guy literally booked a ticket to like cancel his his trip, which yeah, he had no plans of canceling, and 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 was up like dog early in the morning, like just like pretty much saying like fuck it, like everything I had planned, like 
I'm, I'm, I have to go to the airport right now. I, I left like my room because I only had a day notice of that I was leaving. Yeah. It wasn't like I could plan and like go to the store and buy stuff to like help me pack. Like I left a ton of stuff. I looked at my closet and I said, okay, what don't I wear? How does that make you feel? It makes me feel terrible because it, if I had weeks, I could donate all that stuff or give it to people that, that, that need it. But in the circumstances that I had, I had to leave a lot of stuff. Let alone in- vi- the virus, like you never know, right? So. Of course, exactly. And who knows how, how those donation centers are treating this right now, yeah. except in articles and stuff. But like, I just had to pack everything up, stuff everything into my hamper. I, I had to leave pairs of shoes, book bags, winter jackets, like scarves, all that kind of stuff. And I just packed all my essentials in my bag. And I literally didn't have time to, to uh, leave notice for my landlord. Like I sent them an email as soon as I booked the ticket. I said, hey, guys, I'm going home. Don't worry. I'm going to pay my next month's rent, even though I'm not living there. Let what alone, let well, it's just I have to do that. They're still holding my deposit. So I need, I need to get my deposit back. But who knows how they're going to react to me leaving my, my room with, with stuff still in it. Yeah. Um, I had like. On Sunday, I bought. I went to the grocery store to buy all this food before I knew I was coming home. Had to leave all that food, right? Um, but the, the the main thing for me was realizing that the UK, not not even just the measures that the UK is taking, but how long is this virus gonna gonna last? And if I'm in London with no job, paying rent each month, I can't survive for four months. I can't survive for two months. Yeah. So by me coming home, I need to spend all the money I, I do. But by me coming in here, I know I'm within my country. I'm Healthcare. taking care. I'm I'm staying at a family friend's apartment while she's staying with family in Anaganish. So I'm here for two weeks all by myself. Yeah. My grandmother lives in the same building, but I can't see her. My dad's across the street. I can't see him like for two weeks and I'm just sitting here and I was, I was driving. The, the main thing I walked out of the, the airport yesterday, I was like, man, there's snow and it's, it, it's snowing and it's, it's, it's slush on the ground, which I hadn't seen all year. And I, I wasn't expecting to see. And I was just like, Holy shit, I'm really here. Driving on the highway. I was just like, all of this happened so fast. Do you, do you think um, like the feelings of kind of like, just like leaving stuff behind and, and kind of like your life behind in London, like do you think that's going to like stick with you for a while or do you think like you'll, um, you'll, you'll go back to kind of like, it will, it will, it will just eventually like go away where you're like, you're, you're back in a routine where like you're, you're more active. Like you can go out, you can go for a run. Like you can yeah, kind of no, take, your, take your mind off that stuff. I, yeah, no, I, I honestly don't think that I'm going to hold on to, a lot because because to me this is just it's it's just like my life is like i just hopped on a plane i came here i can just as easily go back yeah and start over again it it, to to me it's not like i'm i i started climbing climbing in a direction and then all of a sudden it just took me down it's like instead of sitting in my apartment in London, I'm just sitting in this apartment here. So, so I don't think anything's changed because like, I'm obviously I'll have to find a new apartment when I go back, but 
I don't think I'm going to hold on to the, any of this emotional, like I don't have any emotional attachment to that apartment or that part of the city or, or that job. Right. It's, yeah. it's um, to me, the, the biggest thing that's come from this is just how fast I close my eyes and boom, I wake up and I'm in Halifax versus London. Completely different environment. Completely different environment. But that's not at the forefront of my mind. The forefront of my mind is how serious this is still going to get and how long it's serious. Right? Oh, man, it's... it's that's, that's, probably, that's probably the biggest thing. How long am I going to be home? Because right now it's indefinite. Like, don't, we have no idea. I know. And that, like you said, like, a lot of people, a lot of people here, like, aren't really taking it. I don't want to say a lot of people, but there are a fair amount that, well, especially with age, are are, are are struggling to see the the ramifications and the 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 length that this that this could have on on the economy and on the healthcare system and on on people at um at risk. Like you know, I my my stepdad, my mom, like yeah, my grandparents. I'm, I'm super concerned. Like you know, my stepdad been through you know been in the ICU, been for pneumonia, like for wow. like his lungs are are scared like he that's what i you know what i mean like if something were to happen to him like i i've definitely like there would definitely be resentment in in like talking to anybody that would kind of like downplay the situation you know what i mean but that's a big hypothetical mm-hmm. but that being said like i would definitely there would definitely be some like frustrating feelings about how everything played out and I know some, some some things you can't deal with, like if that were to happen. But mm-hmm. those are just like thoughts, you know what I mean? Like everybody has thoughts about, you know what I mean? Like the the economic impact is one thing, like, but everybody's feeling that, you know what I mean? Everybody's gonna feel feel the economic impact. Not the hope, the hope is bills, the, yeah, yeah. The hope is that it doesn't impact you emotionally, like you know what sure. I mean? Like sure. nobody wants to be in that family that loses a grandmother or a father or, exactly. or you know what I mean? Like, and a lot of it, lot of it cause I'm already feeling the fact that I was at a pub on Saturday in London. That was reckless of me to even be traveling in and out of, uh, on the public transportation. Um, even though I was taking proper measures to clean and whatever, but just by yeah. me being out wasn't probably the, like this, the smartest thing to be doing even though i wasn't like man like the streets were dead yeah the streets were were, were very dead and yeah. over here it just doesn't feel like that it's a different vibe here right eh? it just feels like it's and i think yeah, like it's how, it just how, how was the plane ride like explain explain the, the the airport from london to toronto and then toronto to halifax like tell me like yeah yeah well so i left for the airport my flight was at 11:40 a.m but I left, I wanted to get to the airport for seven, like super early because, take any chance. because I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know how crazy the airport was going to be, how many people, how long security would take. Like I wasn't taking any chances to miss that flight because it, because each day that passes, my chances of getting back in the country are slimmer and slimmer just because we don't know whether or not they're going to like airlines are canceling all kinds of flights and everything. Yeah. So I wasn't taking any chances when I got there. The biggest thing that I 
noticed at like 7 a.m. wasn't the amount of people that were there, but um, just kind of the, the, the tense energy of everyone trying to travel and everyone like stressed trying to go home. Uh, security was very normal. Uh, there was no changes in terms of the, uh, there, was, there was nothing in particular specific about the, the virus itself. It was just walk through. So security was a breeze. I got to my gate at like nine o'clock. I had three hours to kill. And at that time, I was the only one there. I was literally the only one there in the entire, like, I was there when shops were just beginning to open. Okay. So there was no one there. And I was like, man, is this flight going to be empty? But I didn't think it was because the seat selection that I had was was full. I Like, I didn't get to choose my seat. Yeah. Um, anyway, I wait, I wait, I wait. People have masks on. People are washing their hands. People are coughing and sneezing already. I'm like, man, this is, like, not the place I want to be right like now. That were showing up next to you? Employee employees that were sweeping were coughing and sneezing. Um, I was sitting down and like I said, there was the only one. There was. I wish I was making this up. I was I was sitting in, at the gate and there were seats, endless amount of seats. And then some random guy just decides to sit next to me in a seat with one seat covering. And I, I kind of look at him and try to make it obvious, like I'm trying to look around and see, like, are there no any other seats? And my guy's just sitting there and I'm like, where's this whole social distancing? Like, so I end up up, go wash my hands, everything. And sure I could be overreacting, but it's just the fact that anyway, I didn't know, like it was scary, sketchy, empty. It was like a movie. I didn't know what was going on. And then about an hour before the gate, people rushes of people just started flowing in. Like the plane was full. This was one of the, the largest planes I've ever been on before. The type with like, the the three separate rows of three yeah. like and it was it was long like i was in the very back i was walking it was a massive plane plane yeah yeah packed the, the the flight was packed there was there was no seats everyone was on top of each other and the biggest thing that i noticed was it was quiet as hell the energy inside that plane was so tense and stressed but i kid you not I literally felt like I was inside of a hospital waiting room with the amount of people that were wearing masks, coughing, sneezing, just feeling congested. Everyone just like, I could just, I could just, it just wasn't a fun place to be. And it was very stressful just sitting, knowing that you just had to sit there for nine hours in this plane while people are all around you. Like you wonder why this virus is, is uh, spreading so quickly. Mm. So fast forward, I was expecting there to be some, like before, before I got on the plane, I was nervous whether or not I was going to get on it because whether it was my mind playing with me or not, after hearing Trudeau say there was no one, no one with symptoms are going to get on any airplane, mm-hmm. I was terrified. I was like, man, what happens if I don't get on this plane? Well, there were there were no there was no screening, no one no one testing fevers, coughs, no one like no one looking at you. It was a simple boarding pass. Thank you, sir. Have a great flight. That's from London to... And so I was like, great. I'm, I'm happy I get on, on yeah. the airport. This is great news. Like, I'm, at least I'm going to be in Toronto, on, in Canada. Get to, get to Toronto. Now, this is where it just turned into a madhouse. The amount of people rushing to get to customs. Again, coughing. Like, people... When I say, like, it was obvious people were sick. People were sick. 
people were forcing. Oh shit! Oh god! Um, get the cut. Get the customs. It's packed. People are pushing. People are like mad. People are rushing, trying to squeeze through. Other people like it was just kind of like it was just a zoo. Yeah. And uh, we had to wait in line. It took 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 a long time to get to the customs officer. And then when I get to the customs office, officer, he said, "Where are you coming from, sir?" I said, "London." He goes, uh, "Any symptoms of the virus?" No. I, I told him no, and and he goes, "Great, uh, welcome to Canada." And that was it. It was like I was just, so I was like the people that are coughing behind me, they can just say no, and they're like they're not going. They they did say if you are experiencing any symptoms, please reach out and, and contact one of our representatives. Like like basically turn yourself in. But other than that, no. Nobody's like, doing that. And that makes me, that makes me question like why would someone turn themselves in when they're trying to get back to their family? Yeah. And that's the problem. Um anyway, so I get I end up getting in my gate uh in Toronto to get ready for Halifax and immediately I can just notice like in the London airport they turned off all announcements and they they only used the announcement for the last like at for boarding. There was no other announcements. It was quiet, it was everything. In the Toronto airport, it was just your normal airport, loud people talking, people making TikToks. I see all these these uh, kids doing that. And then noticeably, there was a lot less masks um, compared to London. And then the the airplane from Halifax, to, uh, from Toronto to Halifax, when compared to London, London was eerie, sketchy, like this is like very tense. I can hear a pin drop. Halifax was a normal, I'm going home, people hugging themselves, laughing. The the flight attendants were, and, hey, look, I'm all for positivity and having yeah. a positive mindset through it all, but yeah. was, there, was a, there was a shift in the energy that just did to me didn't seem like it was taken as serious. Um, and maybe that's just because people don't realize the magnitude versus over in Europe where we're exposed to like one, like a lot higher population, but like the epicenter, I believe of, of it right now. Sure. So yeah, right. absolutely. And then, and then it, it, the plane ride from health, everyone was just very, very friendly. And that's a testament to Canadians and that's a testament to Maritimers and everything. But it, yeah. it just, to me, the end wasn't uh, very serious. We land in Halifax, a safe flight. Everyone's going to collect their bags. And again, they're reuniting with their family. Family's there to pick them up. Hugs, miss you so much. Like, And I'm just kind of sitting in the corner, just like almost in shock of just like what I've been through, being up for almost 24 hours and just kind of being like, just seeing, seeing the different, like, I, I don't know. I just think that it was weird because Nova Scotia and Canada, they said, we're going to screen people. We're going to test like no one's getting, no one's coming in our, our country without being with any symptoms. Mm -hmm. And literally none of that. There were just thousands of people just coming in and out, in and out, in and out. So it's about to get real here probably. Do you, um, here's a question. Uh, do you, th do you also think the the fact that, you know, the last, what, what is it, three days in terms of when you traveled, Monday to today, even maybe Sunday, like, have you, have you had any sort of activity, fitness in your life? Oh, none. Do you think, do you think that weighs 
on on um on your stress level like obviously it's stressful regardless absolutely but like there, you have no outlet a hundred percent there's no and and i i kind of have this uh feeling in my body of like i'm a lot like i don't have a lot of energy i'm tired and obviously that's from the travel and the time zone and whatever but it's uh like i'm, I'm kind of itching to want to like exercise and move because I crave the feeling that it gives me like that happy energized feeling a hundred a hundred percent I haven't exercised from I, th I would say my last workout was on Friday mm -hmm. Saturday I didn't go to the gym Sunday I didn't go to the gym Monday Tuesday and then today I'm not going to work out it has just been I feel very very sluggish and on the, on the stress levels too my anxiety was, I could notice I had trouble sleeping the nights leading up to my flight. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was, it wasn't. It wasn't ideal. Yeah, no, not at all. Awful, no. Um, yeah, no, yeah, it's, uh, I don't know, man. I, I hope, I, on top of everything we talked about, um, just kind of like leading down to what I just brought up, like I hope. I personally hope people kind of, you know, stay active, whether it's going for a walk by yourself or, or a run or just doing stuff in the house to, to relieve anxiety, to relieve stress, to not explode from everything that's going to come from not mm. being able to work and make money and be kind of be in a normal routine. You know what I mean? I think that's that's the biggest thing is people aren't experiencing that anxiety or stress yet no. because now in, in Canada it seems like it's just fresh right now that this quarantine or this self-isolation is about to begin yeah we haven't been hit with the financial stress or the food stress or the, the closed stores stress or not being allowed outside stress yet yeah and that's just going to, that's right now, it's just kind of like that honeymoon phase of like, oh, good, we don't have to go to work. Oh, good, we can stay in with our family. Oh, good, we can play video games. That, that's that's going to end that feeling of this is this is fun, this is different, this is like scary but cool. Yeah. That's about to end real quick. And I think uh, exercise inside the house is going to be huge for, for, combating, for combating that. I think if I, if I don't begin to exercise or do something or move my body like that's that's when your mind starts to hone in and and the anxiety really be, begins to build for me yeah. for anyway no i, I agree I, I feel like negative feelings and thoughts can can multiply if if you don't kind of get some some uh some activity well, exercise, but, it's like it's like a is a moment for your body or for your mind to escape almost i use i i really use it as an escape because during that time that i'm i'm holding that one minute plank i'm worried about the clock the clock running down not what's happening outside the house yeah my mind is like focusing on oh man this sucks this this really hurts like this isn't like what how much longer how much longer mm. it, it's almost it's a distraction for your mind right sure. for sure also i think a big thing is too is that like the longer you put off doing, at make you know, being active, whether it's 
going for a solo walk or with the person that you live with, if it's just you two in a house or apartment um, or doing an in-home workout or something, the harder it's going to be to get in that routine and make it part of your day. Mm -hmm. And then it becomes that much harder the day that you want to implement it like a week from now or like two weeks, you're going to be like, man, like this is hard. Like mm -hmm. it, it's annoying. Like, why do I, why do I even do this? Like, let me yeah, just yeah, go, yeah. let me go to the, the local grow, uh, gas station cause it's open and grab some chips or grab some snacks. You know what I mean? And, and, and then it, and then that becomes your routine. You know what I mean? Well, it's because it's, it's comfortable. Yeah. And it, it's, mm -hmm. it always leads back and to that. And me right now is is I've I've been very uncomfortable the past two days. The only thing I want to do right now is just chill, lay down, mm -hmm. be do things that make me comfortable. Um, but I, I know that if I allow myself to do that too much, then trying to do an at home workout is going to be a lot, a lot more difficult. I think, and should, I think I think you should if you're not going to work out today. My personal advice would be just stretch yeah you know work through range of motion listen to like That's know, really watching a movie just use mm -hmm. your couch you know what i mean get some stretchy like you'll and then mm -hmm. when they like you know you might stop after 30 minutes or an hour but you'll you'll definitely feel yeah. like you'll be like man i needed that like yeah feel... that's a good point I, you know what i'm gonna i'm definitely gonna do that because my my i like i feel achy and just i don't feel good my back is tight yeah um, uh and then just just that act of stretching is going to make tomorrow that much easier to get up have my coffee and get back into that gym routine that i've been in yeah um but that's it man like it's just it's just weird it's just like the fact that you're down the road 15 minutes just it's just weird <laughs> and you're just across the atlantic ocean it's just it's just weird and it, it just happened because usually you book a, you book a ticket in advance and you like you you have you three, know or you have two weeks it's coming and, and then you kind of mentally prepare yourself and then so when you get here you're like damn i'm finally here that's awesome yeah i was just in london yesterday uh, it's 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 kind of trippy i was just on the tube sitting next to who knows who from poland or something like the construction workers going to work. I was just, it's just weird, man. It's weird. I, I got to Toronto. I didn't know what time it was because I left London at 12. It was a nine hour flight. So yeah, that yeah. it was nine. I looked at my clock. It was four o'clock in Toronto. Yeah. I was like, it's four o'clock. Like, I feel like I've been up a little while longer. And then I, I realized it's nine o'clock in London. Yeah. 10. And then I get to Halifax and it's, 10 o'clock here and i'm like damn it's it's two o'clock in london and i'm just like bro i don't know what's going on <laughs> i don't know what's going on oh man uh definitely a uh definitely a crazy uh experience well, that's what i'm saying definitely something that you'll look back on in 10 20 30 40 years making the story that much better man and, and and yeah and even even like that's just now too right like depending on how this plays out like oh yeah i don't I, man i'm telling you i don't think this is going anywhere any soon and what my dad said to me this morning said oh yeah a lot of people think you know the warm weather the summer's coming like this is this is going to be fine yeah like, it's gonna blow over but that's not people don't realize but then the southern hemisphere is going to be in the winter 
And so it's going to bloom up there and then that's going to go over and then it's just going to rise again. Like, it's just, I don't know, man. I just, I, there was somebody who came into work the other day and they were, they were telling me that, uh, that like, yeah, the doctors here, like, don't, don't think it's going to be like a big deal. Like we'll be fine. And, and I was kind of like, all the doctors say this. And, and he was like, well, no, just like a couple I know. It's like, they're a little younger too. And in my head, I'm like, I oh, mean, I hope they're right. I do too. I hope they're right. Like, I hope I am overact. I hope, I hope, like, we only have, like, you know. I, yeah, I hope I can go back to London tomorrow. Like, yeah, no, don't get me wrong. I'm very happy to be here and I'm excited to see a lot of people. But I'm, trust me, I want to get back Timmy? and start. I want to, <laughs> I got to check Timmy. Um, I'm excited. Like I'm, I hope I'm back in London by May. I hope I'm. I don't like. I don't know. Yeah. But I may not be. Well, we'll but see what I am very like. It's kind of exciting that this this was like a great excuse to kind of come home and like see a lot of people that I haven't seen for a while. For sure. For sure. No, I wasn't planning on coming home, and like I wasn't dying to come home, and I wasn't homesick. I wasn't anything. But it's it, obviously it's always great to see the people you love most, right? Well, you can like kind of like recharge your your battery almost like kind of look at look at like the four months you spent there and think to yourself, okay, I'm gonna go back. What can I change? You know, am nice. I gonna live somewhere differently? Am I still gonna go to that restaurant? Could yeah, I, yeah. Could I have networked any better to like get where I want to be? It's it's it'll be easy to kind of uh, it'll be nice kind of uh, uh, a good uh, you'll have the ability to look look at your four or five months there and mm. say to yourself like question period yeah like for you sure know, hindsight's always 2020 20, so like it's kind of like could be a blessing in disguise that you know you got to come back and you can refocus nice one i like that like do i need to take timmy with me introduce <laughs> the bebsy <laughs> crazy duo no but uh yeah man that's crazy yeah, it is. It, it's just weird. It's, it's scary times right now. Just the unknown. It, it's so unknown. It's, I mean, frankly, like, it's you've been through something that most Canadians haven't. You know what I mean? Like, you, you definitely grew from this experience, like, being abroad by yourself in the middle of a, pan, a world pandemic and, like, having to, you know, make a split decision, like, yeah i'm home like you know leave everything behind like all your your goals or your your uh aspirations and and just to like flip the switch and come home through a pandemic and like you know, go travel on the plane like twice while most other canadians are like at home you know eating eating like something out their fridge and like watching tv or like reading articles on their phone about what's going on like you're actually living you lived it like you know what i mean not to say that they're not living it, but like you actually had to deal with like the it was it was everything, it was, about, like, everything that Prime Minister talked about, like Canadians yeah. like, time to come home, like you don't know if you're gonna be coming home after like a week or two. You know what I mean? Like it was in the middle of that shit. I was most scared about what if I can't go home. And that's what I that's what I told everyone in London, that's what I told Colin. But I told Benji I said, like, I'm not planning on going home. I don't I don't want to go home. Yeah. As soon as they tell me I can't go home, yeah. I want to go home. Yeah. 
right? And so that was my biggest fear was what if I can't get home? So I'm so grateful. Like the fact that I'm here, I'm just like, ah. Yeah. Even though I can't see any family or friends for two weeks, when they're literally three minute, three minutes from me, like I'm just I'm very happy. So that's what's up. That's it, man. That's, that's it. Thanks for listening and thanks for tuning in to this episode of the podcast. If you want to climb to the top of the food chain, be sure to like this video, share it with a friend, share it with a teammate, a family member, anybody, and consider subscribing to TOTFC podcasting.